Hey, and welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, the only feminist scrapbooking show on the planet, where we discuss the amazing ways that people are documenting their lives today. I'm your host, Kristen Tweedale, aka Are You Kristen Feminist Scrapbooker. This is the season of Habit, brought to you by the Awesome Ladies Project community. Download our free app at theawesomeladiesproject.com slash app. Hey, and welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast. Today on the show, we have Steph, Kirsten, and Shu Wen to talk about our second week in the life roundtable. And our topic today is capturing photos and words. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about each of you. Steph, how about you first? Sure. Uh, I'm Steph Grimes. I am a lifelong storyteller and memory keeper at this point. Um, I made my first scrapbook from one of those like box kits that you buy at Michael's or used to be able to buy at Michael's. I don't know if they make them anymore. Um, when I was 20, 21, um, and I've been making scrapbooks ever since then. So putting me at over 20 years. I live just outside Baltimore, Maryland, um, where I've lived my whole life uh, and live here with my husband and our dog, Ruby. I do a little bit of all kinds of documenting, the Project Life Pocket style. I'm doing weekly this year after doing monthly for a couple of years. But I think that Week in the Life is one of my favorite projects, as well as travel. Any Anything travel is high on my list. I love that. Kristen, how about you? My name is Kristen Hill, and I live in North Vancouver, British Columbia. I'm lifelong, but I'm way older than staff, so I've been scrapbooking before I actually knew it was called that. I just, I would put pictures and words together, and when I sort of found that it was a little bit more formal than I thought it was, I was like, oh, I'll dabble. And now my dabbling has uh, created a collection <laughs> of stories and photos and a lot of product to support all of those. I think like all you guys, I really love the the combination of the photos and the stories. I don't actually do pocket. I, I bought the album. I still have it fairly empty. I've tried. It just does. I think it's too much pressure. I'd much prefer to tell stories as they go. So I pretty much work out of a six by eight most of the time. I've abandoned the, the sleeves and I have fairly thick albums. But I think that's why I really like Week in the Life is that it, it does actually get me to focus on that one week and the the little things and the big things. And and my very favorite part about the project is actually going back and looking at past ones and, and seeing what has uh, changed and what is the same and that kind of stuff. Yes, absolutely. Shuwen, how about you? Hi, I'm Shuwen. Um, I'm also Shoe Puff Creations on Instagram and YouTube. And I've only been documenting and scrapbooking for uh, two years now. I only started in 2020 back when COVID started, I thought I might as well get in on um, this memory keeping. Uh, so this is only my second week in life project that I'm going to be starting this year. And I'm really excited. I really enjoyed these stories that I got to tell last year. Um, and as far as where I live, I live in Alberta, Canada with my boyfriend. And it's just us two for now. So I enjoy telling lots of uh, different stories about us. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm so excited to talk to the three of you today about capture techniques. I love that we've got a bunch of different experiences here. I've been doing Week in the, in week in the Life for a really long time. Allie was on the show last week and she mentioned that she created Week in the Life as part of a creating keepsakes thing like two decades ago. And I was like, I remember that. I remember I looking in the magazine and then going on the internet 
to to look up more about what that was about. And so I'm I'm super excited to talk to you guys about what we're doing now because the things that we can do with memory keeping now are just really cool. And you all do such interesting different things with your projects. Having this diverse perspective of ways that we can capture both photos and words is going to be it's going to be a great conversation. So, the first thing that I'd like to dive into is what are some of the best advice that you'd either give to yourself going forward from your past self or advice that you'd give a newbie or maybe somebody who's coming back to the project. And you know what, let's start let's start with photos. What's some of the best photo capture advice or tips or tricks that you have? I think for me, I've done it where it's just been the phone. I've done it where it's just been the big camera. I, I think most of them have sort of had a combination. Um, you know, I love a good photo. I love a good photo that has all that sort of technical side to it. But truly the best photos are the ones that were just captured in the moment that was not a lot of forethought or anything. And, and then the story that you got to tell about it. And that's, I think, so true of, of this particular project is that you take so many photos and sometimes the one that you you may not think is technically the best is is the best of the entire project because it's the moment that you captured and in a project like this you're looking for those moments versus like at a birthday party or christmas or whatever you, you know you're trying to find the fun in a wednesday and and sometimes that's the most important day that you could ever find yeah i love that idea of just looking looking for moments and yeah this is one of the of all of the projects that we do throughout the year, this is probably the one where I feel like I'm pulling out my most technical photographer skills. But at the same time, my favorite photographs are probably just right, like, oops, yep, breakfast, there it is. <laughs> or right, like I have my medicine out on my nightstand and it's like, oh, this is a story. Yeah. It's a little bit of a quantity thing, right? Like you're taking so, so, so many photos this week, more than you would probably take any other day of any other time in your life. And so there's a little bit of that playful experimentation, trying to get more technical, trying to different angles, that kind of thing, because you have so many opportunities to do it. Yeah, definitely. Shuen, what were you going to say? Yeah. So last year I invested in a Bluetooth remote controller for my phone camera, and I just found that to be so helpful in capturing not only like just authentic moments because you're able to just sit back and enjoy your day and then press the button whenever you feel like taking a photo and then you don't have to take yourself out of the moment to go set up your camera and set up the timer you can just press a button and so even with my boyfriend I found that he was a lot more comfortable with that because then I'm not leaving to take photos I'm just kind of doing and capturing just random photos. Mm -hmm. um, and it also allows for some really cool shots as well. So um, last year, I opened up the cabinet doors in my kitchen, and I set up my phone kind of like on a higher shelf so that I could get an overhead shot of me cutting some vegetables. And I thought that was like a really cool shot I was able to get. Yeah, I like that she win. I'm, I'm a big player during this week. Like I like to get my, you know, cheap little Amazon 20 or $30. I just use my phone because it's the camera I have. And at this point it takes just as good, if not better photos than my 
big quote unquote, big camera. It's just easy, right? Everything goes to Google photos. Then I have everything compiled. I share Google photos with my husband. So, you know, my biggest tip I think is to invite others to contribute, let them know what you're looking for. So I told him this year, I said, Hey, look, I know usually we try for like portrait style photos, but this time I'm doing a different size album. So I'm going to need more landscape photos. So if you're taking photos throughout the week, make sure you you know, I can make anything work, but you know, if you're going to help, here's what I'm doing and subjects, right? I'm looking for, he and our dog Ruby is a service dog for him. So they go to work during the week. I'm like, Hey, take photos while you're at work, please. Cause I'm not there with you. And so just that invitation, um, I think has been really huge. And especially since it's just the two of us, you know, I don't want it to be completely from my perspective all of the time. Um, even though 90% of the time it is. That's huge because I have two teenagers and they don't love taking their picture with their mom. That's for sure. But they love taking pictures. So I get an insight of their world because I invite them in too. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be much, right? A photo or two, you know, if you keep that bar really low, I think you'll be surprised by what you get on top of it instead of asking them like, Hey, I'm documenting everything all day, every day. You should do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think that's all. that's a huge, huge thing. I really like the idea of your get get the props out. I have the Apple Watch, which acts as the same thing. It's invaluable. I know sometimes we can feel a little bit like we're being a little bit extra when we do these things, but like this is the time to do it. Like if you're gonna be extra, do it during week in the life. Be extra. Yeah. Open up. I, I'm gonna open up all the cabinets and take the pictures. I love that idea. <laughs> My favorite photo I've ever taken is one back when I worked in an office with other people. There was this set of bookshelf cabinets in our office and we were having a meeting sort of around our round table and I climbed up and put my phone up there and had it leveled, like balanced in such a way, put something on the back of it. So the lens was hanging off and used my watch. I used my Apple watch, of course, too, Kristen, to snap a photo. And it's it's awesome. Everyone's just at work. It's top down. I This year I did one because I've already done my week in life for this year. I did mine the first week of May. And this year I used my ceiling fan in my office. That is <laughs> so cool. my phone on that. So that's also the nice thing about using my phone is it's pretty small. It's pretty nimble, right? I couldn't have done that with my big Canon. Yeah. Right. And if you have, if you have an iPhone and a watch or an iPhone and in any really whatever remote control, yeah. You can do like the portrait pictures mm -hmm. and like, that's a really great way to get some just fun things that you would never get otherwise. Yeah. We all talk about taking all of these huge quantities of pictures during week in the life. Again, you know, me included. I, there are some times where I've wound up with, again, hundreds of photos. I'm not going to put 300 photos in my week in the life album. And one of the things that I realized, I think it was probably last year or the year before, I was like, oh, you know what? If I just spent like 10% of that taking the photo energy on like taking more interesting photos, I'm going to be so much more happier with my results. That wound up doing a lot more of the work later on because the more interesting photos wound up telling so much of a story mm -hmm. that I didn't have to do a lot of the heavy storytelling lifting later on. I have a, a row of tomato plants that I am growing up against a wall. And in May, they don't actually look like anything. They're just seedlings. But I put my camera like right up against where we were growing them. And it just 
instead of just taking like one picture of what would be the normal viewpoint, I leaned up my camera and got a vertical view of all of the seedlings growing. And it's like, now you can see, oh, there's a lot of these and here's how tall they are and here's the lighting and here's a, a prettier picture because there's a lot more. You can see the texture. You can see the the crisscross of a lot of the different, we have them on a big metal shelf, the, the seedlings as they're growing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times as well, if you're taking photos from different perspectives, you're often able to get like it's the background that becomes interesting as well. So you're capturing different details in the backgrounds that you otherwise might not think to look at. That is exactly what I wanted to get at. Yeah, I think that's one of the, the really cool things. That's actually one of the things that I've been trying to do more of in my Thursday threes this year. Like I'll, I'll take a selfie on Thursday and sure, it's supposed to be a picture of me, but I've taken, I don't know, probably 500 Thursday threes at this point. And so I've been trying to orient myself in a way that what you're seeing is a lot more of what's in the background. And like, I am putting myself in a picture, but what I'm actually taking a picture of is all of the details that are going on in the setting behind me. Like Steph was saying, when you worked in your office job, like you got a whole picture of like, this is the setting of your office. Yeah, that doesn't look like that anymore, right? None right. of those people work there anymore that I don't even know what's happening there. So certainly a capture of exactly that moment and what that was like. I think that's what's really interesting, especially over, I was flipping through a couple of old albums this morning. And I think this year is sort of a, we're all kind of back to some normal after two years of not like my 2020 week in their life is totally unique. Like it's completely different than anything else. And, and my pictures totally reflect that we were outside and, you know, we were, you know, I'm really lucky to live some with some great neighbors. So we would, we would gather with distance outside and that, that same stuff isn't happening. You know, we still see them, but you know, we can sit next to each other. So it's, that's what I really love about the photos within the years is, some of the stuff that's the same, even if it's the same, it's so different. Yeah. You know, these last three years of images, you know, so taking it with perspective or, or like you were saying, Kristen, of you within the space instead of just you, I think that's super key, especially when you look back on it years from, you know, years from now. Yeah. One of the things I did this year, you know, I was, I'm working in a 10 by eight this year. And so it's a different size, right? My pictures are all different. It gave me a lot more space to play around with. So I found myself, you know, zooming out more to get, because a 10 by eight of a detailed shot is kind of too big for me. Like I haven't quite balanced that yet, um, but it's great for getting the whole kitchen or, you know, what the whole main floor of our house looks like or our whole back deck with all of us, you know, kind of hanging out and doing whatever it is that we're doing in that moment. So that was a really fun opportunity too, is like, don't be afraid to play with more sizes, right? Even if you're doing, I mean, I've always included different size photos even when I was doing six by eight. So I'd say probably at this point, I'm including the least amount of different size photos uh, in pockets. With the eight by 10, what did you wind up using full size photos for? I'm still putting it together. I just, I, at this point, I only have Monday done because I wanted to like, it's a new size. So I did 10 by eight for December daily um, last year. So I have a little bit of working knowledge of how it's all gonna work, but this is a totally different project so far. I did the up above. I've got a, in my craft room here, I have a stamp uh, or an ink organizer like hanging on the wall. 
Um, and one night we were having an online crafty Zoom party with some friends and we're stitching and making all kinds of stuff. So I propped my phone up again. Um, so my first photo of my Week in the Life album is me working on a stitching project at my desk with capturing everybody on Zoom on my iPad um, and then all of my like crafty mess all over my table, which is, you know, a myriad of things. So, so far, I also have a really good one that I took got real low on our deck so that it's mostly like probably half the photo is sort of deck planks that I could have filled with embellishment or journaling or whatever of my husband and a dog sort of sitting on the deck together. Um, and he's playing his ukulele and, you know, it's just, that's what was happening then, you know, first weeks of spring as it was nice enough to be outside. And so that's where we were. I love that. That's, that's really cool. And I love the idea to really like, you know, figure out what size photos you're going to use or, you know, you don't necessarily have to do that beforehand. And you can take a array of different size photos and see which ones fit your album afterwards. Yeah. This is the first year that I didn't have a sort of set formula going into Week in the Life of like, I know I'm going to need this many full-size six by eights or this many three by fours or four by sixes. Um, I really had like a really loose plan and just figured shoot wide and I can crop it later. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. The four absolutely. by eights have been, or the four by 10, 10 by fours, that split pocket page has been really fun um, so far to try to figure out what to put in there. I did a lot of on the iPhone. If you just do the like two out or the, the half out, it gets you a really wide shot. And so then I've just been able to crop out, you know, sort of top and bottom. I'm a huge fan of that. Yes. Yeah, the 0.5, I don't even, the, the, the 0.5 button on yes, the camera. Yeah. Whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, the, the the wide angle lens, I think, mm -hmm. is what the, the technical call it. Yeah. <laughs> Just give me that button, please. These are really great photo capture tips. What do we think about word capturing? What's our past self advice or any advice we have for newbies? The advice I start with is never the advice I end up with. That's for sure. <laughs> I think that's really good, though, because I think one of the things that people especially people who are a little bit overwhelmed about this project is like, I don't write, so that's not for me. Yeah, I, I think it's it's such an interesting thing. I, I definitely have days where I end up with way more words. Um, you know, I think we all sort of start strong on that Monday and we roll out and we're like, woohoo. And then Thursday shows up and it's like, okay, well, I've eaten four dinners. What else can I say about this dinner? I'm so glad that you said Thursday because <laughs> there's there's like this secret whisper around that like, Am I the only one who has the slump on Thursday? <laughs> it's real. There's that yeah. Thursday afternoon. It's like, I feel like I've taken a picture of everything that I can take a picture of. And I feel like I've taken, yeah. you know, I've written down a story of everything I can write a story down of. Those are usually like when I try to flip it a little bit, like maybe that would be the day I ask somebody else to tell me a story or, or I've even done it where I've looked at you know, I've got two dogs and two cats. And sometimes I'll be like, okay, today let's write a story about them or whatever the case might be. Because I mean, there's, there's seven dinners I'm going to document. Apparently <laughs> I need to flip it out somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Thursday this year, I was just looking through my photos last night and I was like, oh, now that I have my formula, I'm not sure I'm going to have enough different photos <laughs> to fill those pages, which is fine. Like that day might just be lighter because that's totally real. And that's exactly what happened. And, 
going back now to sort of like fake fill it in isn't that's not my style (laughs) I'll just make it work but it totally happens I think it's interesting um a few years ago in one of my December dailies we have this big annual Christmas party and it's like my favorite thing that I do every year and can't wait to capture it and it's gonna fill pages and pages in my December daily book and I didn't take a freaking picture like not one like how do I do that I'm a scrapbooker and I didn't take any pictures it is actually one of my very favorite pages in it because I did this whole thing with just the words about how it's feeling and you know and sometimes I think we get caught up in taking the picture that we miss some of the moments and um, I truly live the moment and I think that's really important to remember in, in week of the life that it is a whole week and it is a bunch of stories and you don't always have to have a matching image to go with it. Yeah, that's such a good point. I'm the opposite of that. I'm a big rule follower. So I, even my own rules, right? <laughs> so my first week in the life was 2017 and that album is so great and it's very minimal. And I think I've probably followed Ali's formula, like almost to a T, but it doesn't have a lot of words. I kind of tech did like timed journaling throughout the week for each day. And that's kind of it. And then there's a couple of other, you know, cards here and there that give a little bit more context to something. And then from that point forward, I became completely obsessed with this project and all ideas surrounding this project. So 2018's album barely closes. The fact that it hasn't, like, I just haven't given myself a giant ringer on that binder. I can't even believe (laughs) because it's so huge because I just started writing all the things. So I tend to write a lot during this project. And the way I do that is I set up a notes template and I use day one app on my phone and my laptop and my iPad so I can write anywhere. And I set up a template ahead of time. That's like, here's the timed journaling in case I want to include that. Then I usually do a story lens for each day. And that just helps me really, I like it. It looks, I'm I'm a writer by trade. That's that's my job. And so it helps me look for new ways to tell stories, right? Which I think is important with the project that you're, Kristen, you and Allie were talking about it the other day being a, like a legacy project, or I forget the term she used about it. Like you repeat this project, right? It's a sustainable project. You keep doing it over and over again. So yeah. how can you tell those stories different? So this year, my lenses were all based off the, inspired by the ampersand story kit, because I still have that mm. around. So my lenses were all paired phrases, so like facts and feelings or the beauty and the mess was one I did one day. And that was hard. It it made for a big challenge. So there are not as many words (laughs) as there have been in years past, but that's okay because I feel really good about the words I did capture. And again, just a creative, different way to a new challenge for how to tell those stories that are just everyday stories. I love that. Being kind of new in the project, I don't find that I tell as many words as some people might. Last year, I used the free printable from Ali's website that had the different times to document kind of what I did during the day. Um, And I just filled that out at the end of the day. And then I found between the timed sheet and all of my photos that I was able to pull out my feelings even a couple of months afterwards when I was working on the project. So I think I'll do kind of the same thing this year as well. Um, I like the little cards that she has in the kit that has the facts on the one side and the feelings on the other side. But Steph, I really like your idea of pairing this with the ampersand kit. And the colors are perfect as well. Like they go really well with this. So I'll have to look into that and see. 
Oh, I put my like hybrid skills to the test. I like, cause there were a couple, I just pulled those little, there's the little story strips that are in there that are like prompts in yeah. that ampersand kit. So I was like, oh, these are perfect. Some of them already match the topics I want to write about or the lenses I wanted to use throughout the day. And then there were some that I didn't have one for. And so I just made my own because I have the digital kit. And so I found a perfect font match. I mean, I completely lucked out and they look just like the ones in the kit. So they're so good. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds like a fun thing to do. <laughs> it was fun. You had, a, you had a really good point though, because you made some notes and then that helped you go expand on them later. I think for anybody new, especially because it is an overwhelming project and, you know, people are putting stuff out there and it's, it's really hard to not compare yourself, even though, you know, you shouldn't because it's your story, your way. I think if you don't make notes, you would regret it. They don't have to be fancy or well-written, but just some jots, whether it's, you know, on your phone or whether you actually hand write it, it will really help bring it all together when you do have the opportunity to. I try to do it right away just so it is succinct and I can actually just put it away. It would be really hard to do months down the road if all you have is your photos and you don't have any notes. Yeah. One year, I think 2020, there were those really cute four by six cards in the kit. And I had kind of already typed all my journaling. I didn't really know what to do with them. I wasn't putting my album together. It was like August and September. I think I put my album together. And so what I did with those four by six cards, I wanted to use them for journaling. And so I just wrote then about things I wanted to remember looking back, even though I had already done lengthy journaling, especially during pandemic year things had changed by, again, by August, right? When I did, you know, my album a couple of months later. So that was really interesting. That's the only time I've ever really done that is sort of this, like, looking back, what do I want to remember? What are the important things? Um, and so that's always a potential lens you could use For if sure. you do only take photos or, you know, your notes are minimal some days. Those Thursdays. <laughs> the third, when you hit the Thursday <laughs> slump, right? Yeah. I have a couple of ideas now coming out of this conversation for Thursday, just your Thursday three. Like I just have my Thursday three is one of my things on Thursday. And even honestly, one time I was having a really hard year. I think I mentioned this in last week's episode. I think it was my 2009. It's my 2019 book. I did my Thursday three on Friday because I was having such a Thursday is such a slump day. But yeah, Thursday, just take your Thursday three and just write down three things. And then you've got. Order Friday. Yeah, right. <laughs> Or if Thursday's like the day was so busy that I forgot to take any pictures at all. Just move your, move your pictures around. Yeah. And don't let that be a reason to not continue the project, especially if it happens on Thursday. Right. Exactly. You, you're already three days in. You're halfway there. <laughs> right. In my normal schedule, Thursday and Friday are generally more flex days. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are fairly heavy work days for me. Thursday and Friday are more flexible. Sometimes they're very heavy work days. Sometimes they're run errand days. Sometimes they're I'm so beat that I need to rest days. That shows up differently in Week in the Life. Sometimes I don't do anything and my Thursday and my Friday don't have much in them. And I think I've said this on literally the, the past two shows. The absence of story is still story. And then you bring around to the weekend and there's generally weekend stuff happening again. So like, if you can get to the weekend, you'll have more pictures and stories again. Bringing it back to writing notes. I have, I have the Week in the Life journal here, and I'm planning on using that in conjunction with the ways that I already journal. I already journal during the day, 
I keep a for productivity. Not that I'm like, I need to be super pro- productive for my own sanity on my on my iPad all day. I have it open next to me and I'm writing down what I do throughout the day. Like that's great for week in the life. So I'm just going to continue to do that. Noon, daily pages, live stream and share. Two o'clock, eight lunch, uh, four o'clock, worked on this project and this project and this project. Like, so I will keep doing that. And those notes will be fantastic to go back to. But they don't actually have any notes about like the pictures I took or anything else. They're not really about the little moments that make Week in the Life so fun. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm planning on jotting down stuff in the Week in the Life journal. And for me, I'm not super concerned about writing paragraphs of prose in my journal. I guarantee that this journal is going to be filled up more than anything with post-it notes. Because that's what I jot down stuff in in the moment. Oh, like, oh yeah, Kristen, you you went to the kitchen and took this really cool photo that uh, was inspired by Shu Wen. Oh yeah, cool. Took the photo on Monday for dinner at six o'clock. And then I know, like, that's going to be, like, the main photo and the main story for my Monday. It, it might not actually be the one that I print out 10 by 8 that's the focal point on Monday when I get down to making my actual album but that's going to be my plan having this journal and you know you can make a journal you don't have to have the Allie Edwards one even though the Allie Edwards one is like really pretty you can just get a couple of pieces of paper fold them in half and label each one Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday do what makes it work for you yeah I love tangible paper things. So making one with paper and putting post-it notes is, is something that'll work for me. I love the idea of focusing on like, and you may not, you may end up with more of that, but setting the bar at, I want one main story for each day. Everything else on top of that is gravy, right? Because I think that makes it so doable. Mm -hmm. And whether that's one post-it note full of words and that's your main story, or that's four paragraphs. And, and I think for for me, because I'm going to do this 10 by 8 album, which is a bigger album than I've done in a very long time. And one of the reasons I really want to do it is because I want these big photos. And so I don't want to spend all day going around saying like, oh, I need to find really good big photos. Some of them will they'll happen. But if I go through and I say like, okay, this is a story that I really want to tell and really say like, okay, this is this is the thing that I'm, I'm thinking about for this day. I think with the lenses, it really does make the idea of capturing words a lot easier. One of the things that I got from Allie's shop this year was the vellum one word for today squares. Oh, see, I wish I got those. <laughs> They're great. And the word, I'm gonna be going down my currently list and picking one word from the currently list for each day and kind of letting that be my just, again, lens for the day. Mm -hmm. And if my big story doesn't have to do with that lens, cool, I found a story that is bigger than that lens. That will be my way of telling stories with ease because I don't think we need to bring more friction into the project. Yeah. There's already a lot of friction. Yeah, I was going to do that as well, like look at each day through a different lens. So I went through the stuff that I had ordered and these canvas um, word strips from the mini kit have ING words. 
So I'm thinking I might use those as a type of lens for each day. Um, or I also got these large acetate plastic pieces. And this is kind of like the type of lens I used last year. So I had one day where I was documenting more about home life, one day where I was documenting more about work life. And then that puts less pressure on me to have to document all the photos in for like all the days, yeah. um, especially because I do work at the hospital. So it's like a bit harder to get work photos. So like just having one designated day where I get all the work photos might be enough for my week in life. Yeah. Or you take those photos where you can throughout the week. And then, cause I think that's the other thing that I certainly am a, like, this is what happened on Monday. And if it didn't happen on Monday, it's not going in Monday. But I'm totally kind of like, that. good. Totally. It could, right. If you took that picture at work on Monday or Wednesday or Friday, and you put them all together on Monday in your album and told stories about what work life is like in 10 years, you're probably not going to remember that those were three different days. I mean, you know, unless you're wearing different clothes, right? I'm doing that. I'm using those lenses for photo collages. Mm. So each day we'll have one of them as a theme, but they're all going to be photos from the week. So I'm trying to break my own rule a little bit and get a little more comfortable. I've even done outtake photos, like the photos that didn't work that are like quite entertaining. And I'll I will wrap my week up with a, what did I learn or what did I want to remember or whatever, sort of a, a, a note to myself. And then I'll often collage like the ones that aren't pretty enough to make my album, but were entertaining enough to for sure include. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of missed feet. Uh, there's a lot of feet from the wrong angles. I have yet to capture that elusive grocery store shot that Allie seems to nail every year. I, I can't, I've tried, I've done cameras and big cameras and it's just. Yeah, my grocery store is not that cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not, but I have a variety of different angles from different grocery aisles, uh, you know, but they're, they're all part of the story, right? Like we picture, we take those great pictures and we want to include those because that's what in our head our memory is. But, you know, I often find that some of the outtake photos are, are the funner part of, of the story too. Oh, I love the idea of outtake photos. That's fantastic. And then also it feels like when you've taken 350 photos for the week and you only use like 25 of them, you're using more of that body of work. I just learned that I could use my watch on my phone. So this is going to be a game changer because I can't tell you how many pictures there are of me running away from the camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah, the watch yeah. is a game changer. The watch is a game changer. And I have it set so that my little like watch, the shutter is yeah. part of my home screen. So it's right there. Cool. I have it set up as one of my, what are they? They have a weird name for them. Complications. Complication. Yes. It's that's such a weird word for them. And I love it. I use it all the time. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, At this idea. point, it's 90% of the reason I wear my watch still is to take photos. <laughs> oh, I might have to change that on mine. Mine tells me how well I've been sleeping. Mine tells me to stand up a lot. <laughs> it's true. Mine does that too. It's true. So what intentions do we all have? I mean, we've been talking a fair amount of our about our intentions for this year. Uh, is there anything specific that we haven't mentioned? For me, I'm kind of in the same boat as Allie in the sense that I know she's got some older kids and not totally sure what it is going to be next year. And I 
you know, I have a 19 year old son and a 17 year old daughter, and I want to sort of make sure that those are included. She's in grade 11 now, but you know, next year will be grade 12. You know, there's lots of parts of my life that I'm just not sure where they will be in a year's time. So that's kind of my focus is to make sure that I get those all documented. So, you know, I can fondly look back at all of that uh, as the years go by. Yeah. With Week in the Life, a lot of times we aren't necessarily thinking about, well, how is our week this year going to be different in the future? But I I do think that living through the past two years Mm -hmm. has really helped to sharpen that perspective. Because the last two years of Week in the Life, 2021 was very different from 2020. 2022 is going to be very different from 2021 and 2020 and the rest of them. Like, your life is just, it's tangibly different in small ways. Yeah. Yep. Which makes you think about, well, wait, my life is going to be tangibly different in big, much bigger ways. So let me, let me get this down. Yeah, that's, that's been a huge, that was a huge lens for me. I mean, I I can't speak to what my intentions are because I've already done it, but my intentions going into it were, I just came out of a really hard season. And so I wasn't feeling inspired about the project. And I, all week long, I was like, I'm just going to stop doing this. It's just not, I'm not feeling it. I'm so glad I didn't now that I've sat down to like start working on the album, because I'm like, this is exactly what it was then. We had a friend who had been living with us for a few months. So that's totally different. That looks completely different. Um, And we're starting to think about moving. So one of my intentions was really like capture the space. What does this house look like? What are my favorite parts of this house and this home and why? Um, And so really thinking about that in terms of both my words and my photos, was a really big focus this year because I don't know when that will change. You know, we've started to think about that. I think even one of our days we went and looked at the house during week in the life. So that's in there to that point, Kristen, of like, I don't know what things are going to look like, but I want to try to capture exactly what they are now in case they change. Yeah. I love that. I've been like, it's been crazy busy at work. So I've been really burnt out. I don't really know what to expect for the week I'm doing week in the life, which is probably going to be just the community week. So I I think I'm just going to capture whatever I capture and call it a day. And some photos are going to be better than no photos at all. So yeah. And it'll be reflective of how I'm feeling this month for sure. So I think that'll be good too. Well, and you pair that with a little, a couple of words about that, right? You know, then you have the context for this is why this looks like this right now. This is what life looks like right now. And that is a big part of the story. That's a really, really big part of the story. For me, I want to capture small things. I document a lot of, I would say, like the overarching big stories. There's a lot of, here, this is who I am. I take pictures of me all the time. I think I do a good job of documenting the overall stories of my life. But I'd like to, for Week in the Life, this year especially get into more of the details of the little things that are happening like that i'm especially grateful that it's going to be happening in june this year because our tomato garden is one of the big things that is very exciting in our lives in may it's not outside yet but in june i get to take pictures of it outside i get to talk about like the small things that actually really are cool about it And I get to nerd out about it. So I am going to 
take those tiny bits of what I get to nerd out about. The things that if somebody stopped me and said, hey, what do you want to just talk about for 30 minutes? Those are the things that I kind of want to have stories about. What am I currently watching? That's going to be a whole page. And it's probably going to, that I, that might even be my Thursday or Friday page. Because honestly, what happens on Thursday or Friday? Not all that much, but I can document all of the TV shows that we've been watching all week. Mm-hmm. Good slump buster tip, Kristen. Yeah, I just thought about that right this second. <laughs> but this is what else I watched this week. Yeah. yeah, like, what have I been reading? Like, what is my, re- like, what have I been listening to? Any of those, like, currently list questions that we're going to get into in a little bit. Where you really just want to document everything that's been happening the whole week. And, like, TV's really fun because you can go and you can print out all the little TV show posters. Yeah, like, I'm seeing this now on the 10 by 8 spread and I think it's it, it looks really cool in my head right now so now yeah. I want to make it that's something that sounds really fun are there any capture ideas that you're excited about whether it's doing them any capture ideas that you've seen other people do that you're really excited about or anything that you're excited to try question I'm doing the 10 by 8 as well which I did for December daily and I know like it took me a few days to get me to flip my camera so I need to be super conscious about that all the way through um, uh, so I think looking at that, that alone just makes you look at it from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in my head, I really want to try to make sure that I have like a sunrise and a sunset, even though that's a really early time right now here. Um, but I'd love to be able to, to get my ass out of bed early and do that. Um, and I think just sort of capturing the colors around me and I love the colors. It's funny. I, one of the albums I was looking through, I did all black and white. Um, and, uh, I love that, but I'm actually really glad it's in June too, because we've had such awful weather out here this spring. It's just been miserable. I'm really hoping we have some sunshine and that I can go out there and enjoy that too. Sunrise sunset on a 10 by eight sounds amazing. Like I just see the double page spread of like the same day and like all the insides of the rest of the day, but the sunrise and sunset. So. We'll see if I actually do it. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, one of the things I did, we have, I mean, one of my favorite things about this house, so I was sure to capture a lot of it this year, um, are our big windows. So in our, and we just live in a townhome, right? So it's nothing fancy or special. But every day I took a photo out our window. I did this last year, but it was real small. So this year I took it for that 10 by four size. I took a photo out our windows, Um, So you can see all the window stuff. Actually, you can't because I took it through the, it's got the like framing in it of what the sky looks like. So like what the neighborhood looks like, what the sky looks like to do weather. And so then I'm just using some digital stamps to like put a little bit of information on there. But that's one of my 10 by four photos every day. And I love it. I love that it looks out the window, you know, like it just, it's, there's such a story there. That would be a good 10 by four too, right? Like the sunset and sunset. On top yes of- yeah that's what i was thinking is like having yeah. them paired on the same I, i'm making notes too i'm like oh yeah we could do this you probably don't want to do it every day if sunset if yeah. sunrise is that early <laughs> pull them off both every day that's for sure yeah i don't think here you could get enough sleep no yeah but the sunrise right now is is 4 30 and sunset oh, like gosh. 10 yeah so no yeah. Yeah. One day I might be. One able. day is fine. Yeah, just one. <laughs> Doesn't just even one. have to be the same day. <laughs> yeah, no. 
<laughs> in five years you won't remember <laughs> it looks like it's the same day it may not be <laughs> that's right that's exactly right. yeah one year I did his and hers photos each day again just trying to incorporate more of my husband's perspective there are days where I just invite him to do all the journaling for that day I say you know this is what I'm looking for or here fill out this three by four card that's like a little one thing I want to remember from today or an ing words or something hey, you do this every day. This is going to be your contribution. Thankfully, he's a very willing participant. So it's, it doesn't take much to convince him. So I used the six, it was doing a six by eight album and I used the split three by eight page protector. So it's two three by eight side by side. So the front was a three by eight photo of whatever, right? So one day it was like all of our shoes lined up. One day it was our preferred snacks at Dairy Queen when we go. One day my husband even took a mirror selfie, which I I, I love it so much. And then on the back, we each just journaled in our own handwriting about that thing, what we like most about the shoes we wear, or, you know, just a little bit more context. So that was super fun. I always really like Laura's Laura Wansick always does the like inside the fridge photo, like looking out. That's such a good one. I didn't do that this year, but that's a fun one. I did one um, looking out from my kitchen pantry last year. And that one I really liked. That's a good one. In terms of capture ideas for me, this isn't like the most exciting idea, but I really liked last year capturing some news articles, like the front pages of the newspapers every day in my album. So I think I'll do that this year as well, because the news is still pretty big, pretty big news, but it's very different from last year. So mm-hmm. it'll be nice to have that captured as well. Yeah. Shuwen, do you use the front pages app for that? Or are you using, are you just, do you get the paper? I use the front pages app for like the bigger newspapers. Mm-hmm. And then I do subscribe to the um, local newspaper just for the month. <laughs> to get my that's so smart screenshot for every day of that week and then I unsubscribe or sometimes I forget to unsubscribe that's I great I love that month. but yeah that's <laughs> such a good we idea do for we can for scrapbooking <laughs> any of it I mean it's not just this project <laughs> yeah yes no I completely understand this I was going to ask about the front pages app too because that's it's, it's such a great resource. It is. I wish yeah. they had an archive. I wish you could go back. I know. A couple right? of days. I know. Like a week. Yeah, right? Like just... Just a week. Yes, because it's like, oh, I need this from literally yesterday. Yeah. Just so then yesterday. I'm like texting all my friends going, any chance anybody screenshotted yesterday's <laughs> <Yeah>. apps? <laughs> yesterday's pages? Oh, that's actually a really good idea. Does anyone... Like just crowdsourcing... Well, and I have this group of friends, some of which I met at Story Camp in 2019 is when I did that. And we've just grown this entire like online friendship. Kristen, I know you talk about your online friends all the time, right? And it's been amazing, but we've witnessed a lot of really hard things together, right? We've been watching like, and I've got that all documented, which is super interesting to see like the insurrection, you know, Mm -hmm. January 6th stuff we've got, we were crafting together when that was happening, literally just like, oh my gosh, is anybody looking at the news right now? Because uh, this is what's happening. The Derek Chauvin trials, we watched those together while we were crafting. So what we did is just offered to share those photos, right? Because everyone is then documenting them. So I've got things in my thing from, I've got a friend that lives in Georgia. And so I've got Atlanta papers, you know, my local paper isn't in there, which is annoying. Yeah, no, that's, that's really cool. And now that we don't have local scrapbook stores anymore, Mm -hmm. 
all of our scrapbook friends seem to be online. And so to have these online groups of friends that you can really, who, who get it? Who get it? Yeah. They're not looking at me like I'm crazy when I'm like, hey, did you take an app in front or did you take a screenshot in front pages today? Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't want to explain what that is. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And nobody's like, um, what do you, why do you, why do you need that? Why, why are you bothering me with that? Yeah. Right. I yeah, no picture of a grocery store. <laughs> right. <laughs> the right. elusive grocery store shot. <laughs> right. Like, exactly. No one would think twice about like saying, hey, can you stand here with the grocery cart? Will I go run all the way down to the end of the aisle? Now I feel like I need to go to the cool grocery store during Week in the Life just to get the cool. <laughs> but you know, it's cool funny. I was just thinking shop. since the pandemic, I've done online grocery shopping. Me too. And so that's, t so this year's picture would be me with my trunk up. Yep. Like such a different experience instead of, I mean, I still go into the store obviously, but my big weekly one, I I wait in the garage of the grocery store and that's a total, it's a totally different new thing this year. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and I think that going into 2022, we can add more like screenshots and stuff and text message conversations and all these other truly digital forms of communication mm -hmm. because that is, it's not just on the fringe anymore. It is mainstream. Like we were saying, you know, th these are where our scrapbook friends are. 99% of the communication that I have, I'm, Jeff is one of the only people that I see in person most of the time. Everyone else I'm talking to online or in my phone. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to leave that out of my week in the life just because it's harder to capture or right, digital, yeah. right? Just because I can't control exactly what it looks like on my scrapbook doesn't mean that I should leave it out. Yeah. That's where Allie's phone template, that thing, I was really hoping to get another one during the summer sale they just had, the phone pad, because that thing, I use that all the time. I am so stingy with it. Yeah. <laughs> because it's, it's perfect and I don't yeah. ever want to run out. Yeah. The weight is good. I mean, like, you know, you can't, yes. I'm like, it's I so can great. print it, but it's not going to be the same. <laughs> It's so great. Any final thoughts on photo or word capture tips, tricks, techniques? Don't be afraid to ask uh, somebody to take pictures of you as well. Yes. You're in this album. It's your week. Yeah. Don't, I, I would say, you know, and I feel like people say this all the time, but don't stress about it, right? Anything you capture, I think she went even said it earlier, is like, some photos are better than no photos. Mm -hmm. Some words are better than no words. One word is better than no words. Yes. Yeah. What you end up with is what you, what you got. Absolutely. I love it. Let's finish up this episode with a lightning round of the currently list. And let's start out with what are you currently watching? I'm currently watching Umbrella Academy season one and hopefully finishing up that season and starting season two soon because season three is coming out quite quickly. Yes, that is on my, uh, Kristen, how about you? We are watching, we just finished a series called uh, Surviving Summer on Netflix, just a cheesy, easy watch. Oh, nice. And on TV, uh, So You Think You Can Dance. Nice. Steph, how about you? We are watching something called Prehistoric Planet, which is a new Apple TV show. And it is, it's narrated by David Attenborough. So it's like planet Earth. And the way he talks about, I mean, it's, it's unreal. It's so good. 
I saw the preview for that one. It looks really good. It's very good. Shuwen, what are you listening to? I am listening to the Little Voice soundtrack by Sarah Bareilles. She wrote some original songs for. This was also on Apple TV. It's a TV show called Little Voice, and I just love her music. Apple TV makes all their shows have the best music. I mean, they should, but they do. <laughs> uh, Sarah Bareilles is actually on my list too. I love her. I I just play her consistently. Oh, that's fantastic! Did you guys watch Girls Five ever? I, and they just finished season one because season two is out, right? Really good. Steph, how about you? I have been deep into a band called Walk Off the Earth. They're from Canada. Um, they are sort of YouTube famous and we saw them live last weekend and I'm just completely in a hole with them. Live music in general. Oh, it was so good. It was our first concert back since 2018, 2019. I'm jealous. It was Not really good. Lie. Kirsten, what are you currently reading? I am reading Son of a Trickster, and I need to finish it tomorrow because book club's on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> book club helps with that. Yeah, my husband says the wine club, but same thing. <laughs> same diff. <laughs> Steph, how about you? I am in the midst of reading Harry Potter for the very first time. <gasps> I've never seen the movies. I've never read the books. And then... At Christmas, my sister is a huge Harry Potter fan, and she decided my niece is turning 11, um, and she's like, it's time, so we're going to do a book club. So since, like, the beginning of January, middle of January, um, we've been reading, we're on book four now, so we are almost finished with Goblet of Fire, and I am... It's amazing. I'm obsessed. It's so good. Yeah, I cannot believe four. I didn't. I can't believe I held out for 20 years. It gets serious. I can't believe you did either. Like, <laughs> Especially having a sister who's Who like are a you super even? fan. I know. I know. Better late than never. I listen to the Harry Potter audiobooks to fall asleep. I've heard they're so good. They're, they're I'm, I'm looking forward to listening to them when I finish everything. <laughs> yeah, I highly recommend the audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Shuan, what are you currently making? I'm just finishing up my Seattle and Portland travel album. So that is very exciting. Um, it's getting very full. So I'm, I th I'm thinking I probably won't have a lot more pages to add to it. Yeah, I, I understand that. That's generally the, oh, okay, maybe this is starting to be time to be done with this now. Kirsten, how about you? I don't have any particular project on. I was actually trying not to start anything before Week in the Life so that I was clean slate. Um, uh, so there's, I, I'm still creating pages, but just sort of one off here and there's nothing, no, nothing project oriented. Cool. That's probably a great plan. Steph, how about you? Week in the Life pages. Nice. Um, so like I said, I've got Monday done. So now I kind of know okay, this is what the week is going to look like. I think I can cruise through them, hopefully. And literally right now I'm making slow cooker applesauce while we talk. Oh, that sounds fantastic. So looking forward to that later tonight. Shuan, how are you currently feeling? Mostly burnt out, I think, just from work. We have a student on the unit and I have to guide them through a lot of the day. So just leaves less time for me to do actual work. But I'm feeling optimistic that it'll get better. That sounds stress extra stressful. I kudos to you for being a nurse in, in the last, well, ever, but especially in the last two years. Yes, 100%. Kirsten, how are you feeling? 
I'm actually feeling really good. I work in the tourism industry and this is sort of, we're, we're pretending it's 2019 and everything is sort of back into motion and the visitors are starting to come and it's, it's just kind of, it's really nice to see some of the normal stuff back on a day-to-day thing. So I'm, I'm actually really excited right now to, to just sort of get on with everything and, and stop living in a box and being out there more. Steph, how about you? Uh, I think I'm a little bit like Shuen, a feeling overwhelmed. It's been a, it's been a challenging year for me personally, just working through a bunch of things. And now it's my, like, I don't know. I have all these work projects that like somehow collided into one another timeline, bad scheduling on my part. I work for myself, so I have full control over this stuff. (laughs) So I won't complain about it, but I'm heading into a really busy season when I feel like, I mean, I'm an educator by background. So like, I'm like, but it's summer. (laughs) I should have summer off. And now I have like four projects I have to work on in July. So I understand that. Don't worry. Optimistic for August. Optimistic and, for and August. September. <laughs> yes. Optimistic for August. Don't worry. It will come. It will Thanks. be here eventually. <laughs> Shuan, what are you currently planning? So my boyfriend and I are going to Vancouver in um, at the end of September for a board game convention. And this I've gotten tickets for that since December of 2020. But of course it didn't happen that year and it didn't happen the year after so we're really excited to be going this year sounds amazing if you want some insight of what to do i'm happy to give you the the locals <laughs> look at that yeah i'll hit you up <laughs> do oh that sounds delightful kirsten what are you currently planning well, I have to clean my house for a week in the life. So there's that. Um, got family vacation at the end of July. So just trying to get that all organized. And just right now it's just summer launch. So lots of work stuff that's going on. Yes, 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 yes. Steph, what are you currently planning? Work projects and then summer activities, things to do this summer. I'm I'm thinking about doing, following along with Amanda Wilder's Little Summer Joys album. Yes. I usually do a summer album. Um, so I'm kind of thinking about that. I woke up this morning thinking about that project. And so thinking about that a little bit and then week in the life and hopefully a travel project this summer. Yes. I'm going to use uh, the little four by four build a travel album, build, build an album from the travel build kit an album. Yeah. for Amanda's little summer joys. That's a good one. Yeah. Very excited for that. And finally, Shuen, what are you currently loving? I've been working on some weaving projects as well and spinning my own yarn. Um, And it's definitely been a cool journey, but I love, I've been loving it so far. It's just, it's very different from scrapbooking, but in the same way, kind of like there are some similarities, like choosing color palettes and things, really enjoying that. Oh, that sounds so awesome. Kirsten, how about you? Somehow I'm on this exercise kick and I'm loving it. I'm loving the energy that it's getting me. I'm getting up early and going for swims and bike rides and that's not like me, but I am, I'm loving it. So I'm happy to keep it going. Oh, that sounds awesome. Steph, what are you currently loving? We are teaching our dog Ruby to use speech buttons. <gasps> um, cool so that she will be a talking dog, which I'm loving. It's so fascinating and so interesting. And it took us like probably 
almost two months for her to like really like pick it up and get to it but that's been super super fun so that is amazing yeah there's a woman her name is Christine Hunger she wrote a book called How Stella Learned to Talk and I've been following her a friend of mine sent it to me was like look at this dog using these speech buttons so we've just been doing that and it's super fun that is <laughs> so cool to go outside all day long <laughs> <laughs> Which for her is just sitting on the deck. That's that's her outside button is like, I want to go sit on the deck. Oh, that's so, delightful. That's one of the so coolest fun. things I've heard in a long time. It's like she knows that it's the time of year to do that. Like it, it's just, it's bizarre. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for being on the show. Let's go around one more time so you can tell everybody where they can find you. Shuen, where can everybody find you? Um, so primarily on Instagram and YouTube, I do do some process videos for my stuff, um, including Weekend Life, hopefully, if I get to it. <laughs> and um, my username is Shoe Puff Creations. That's C-H-O-U-X Puff Creations. <laughs> like the it. dessert. Like, like the, the dessert. dessert. Yeah. I love it so much. Uh, Kirsten, where can people find you? Uh, Instagram and Facebook. It's just Kirsten Heal. Super, super unique there. <laughs> But it's IR, and I'm sure, Kristen, you get the other version of it all the time, too. I have gotten so many different versions of people spelling my name that it's just, like, cool. However you want to do it. I was actually thinking I should do an album of how bad my name is spelled sometime. Yeah, no, 100%. Let's absolutely, we should totally do that page, and we'll share. (laughs) Yeah, that 4 by 4 album would be good for that. (laughs) Totally. 100. The Starbucks cups that are just awful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You guys 100. don't even want to see what I've gotten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a little smiley face. Uh, smiley face. <laughs> oh, poor oh, Starbucks people. I know. Yeah. Steph, where can people find you? Primarily Instagram. I'm at Creative by Steph over there. Um, I also have a YouTube channel where I share, I try to share pretty regularly. Um, and then I have a website, uh, creativebysteph.com. And that's all in my Instagram. They all link it there. So fantastic. We will be back next week with our last week in the life round table. And if you're listening on June 13th, we've got some Instagram lives happening this week over on the Allie Edwards Design Inc. account on Tuesday and Wednesday, both at 7 p.m. Eastern and on Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern. And reminder that week in the life Our community week starts on Monday, June 20th. So that's next Monday. And that'll be when our last week in the life roundtable is. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks to Shuwen, Kirsten, and Steph for being on the show. And if you've got any questions, head over to theawesomeladiesproject.com and come and chat with us on our forums. We've got lots and lots of answers for all your questions. And we'll be back next week. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to everybody for showing up. And we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. Thanks. Bye.